Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. I made a decision a long time ago that if I was going to teach about our times, if I was going to teach about the ideas behind our times, and if I was going to teach about the history that gave us our times, I should also teach how we should live in our times. There was no sense teaching people about the challenges and the, uh, the tumultuousness of our times and never teaching them how to live successfully within our times. That would almost be cruel. And so in this podcast, you are likely to hear very high-flying academic philosophic information. You're likely to hear history and politics and world affairs. And then you're likely to have a very, very practical talk about something that really is related to how to live in our times. In fact, I strongly urge that if you have not heard it, that you listen to my podcast, Owning 2016. It was the last podcast I did last year. It is a a podcast about the practicalities of living in these challenging times, specifically represented by the year 2016 that has just dawned upon us. But there's another practical topic that I want to talk about today that, that, that is very much like owning 2016, and it's a topic that I have referred to before, but I want to come back to again because I am seeing such devastation from the neglect of what I'm about to urge. I strongly believe that we should all make preparation for our death. Now, that sounds morbid. That sounds weird. It may sound out of place in a podcast like this, but I have to tell you, it's as though I have been on a tour of devastation in recent years as I have known friends and acquaintances to die, some of them very wealthy, some of them powerful, who left their spouses or their children devastated financially because they did not make the preparations they should have made. Now, I I come to this with some frustration. You'll hear it in my voice uh, because dear friends, even family members of mine, professional acquaintances have not made the preparations they ought to have made. And in most cases, it's males not making the preparations. So forgive me if I speak more exclusively to men, but but have not made the preparations they ought to have made. They did not have the life insurance. They did not have their affairs in order. They left excessive debt, a whole ream of things, and essentially left their families devastated. And I'll have to tell you that this, this really touches a chord in me. Part of it is, of course, that I'm a Christian, and uh, when I go to Scripture, I read things like a, a man who doesn't take care of his family is worse than an infidel. I'm told stories in the Old Testament about a king who was told of the future devastation of his family line, but then he responded, but will I not have peace and safety in my lifetime? And that king, of course, was dubbed a wicked king. Um, All of these things teach me that a man ought to take care of his family. And uh, I'll just speak of heads of households because I know in our generation, many women are the heads of households. But it seems to me the height of folly and the height of neglect, maybe even selfishness 
to not make preparation for our death. We all know we're going to die. Uh, We all know we're going to pass from this world. And if you are the primary breadwinner in your family, uh, then your death would be very, very difficult, a great loss to your family. And I'm not just speaking of emotionally here. And you have to prepare for that. Uh, I'm thinking of a man, none of you will know who he is, uh, who was a general in the U.S. Army. Now, if those of you who have been in the military or are familiar with military culture know that when you're in the military, insurance policies are thrown at you. Everybody wants to uh, sell you insurance. There's USAA, which is a specifically military-tailored insurance company, insurance programs of every kind, from apartments to cars to life. Um, You just have abundant opportunity to have the right kind of policies. When this man died... He left his wife devastated. She did not get his full benefits. She was a second wife. He had made no preparation. She just barely kept it together. It left her embittered. It left the children embittered. It caused uh, a loss of opportunity for college for one of the children. It was horrible. Uh, I'm thinking of another situation where a couple in their retirement have just had a ball. They have traveled and they have bought things and they have owned things they've wanted and they've had a grand time. But when this man passes, they already know she will not be able to even keep their house. She will not be able to live in any fashion close to how they have lived, she'll probably have to live with one of her children. And even though she know, they know this, both of them know this, they continue that lifestyle. I, there are dozens of people I can name like this. Now, why am I going off about this? Because part of the reason that I do a podcast like this and part of the reason you listen is so that you can understand your times and live effectively in them. And preparing for your death, preparing to pass wealth to the next generation is an essential part of that preparation. It's not just about you having what you need in your lifetime, but it's also about you taking care of your spouse, taking care of your descendants, your children, your grandchildren, perhaps also funding other causes that you care about. And I'm not sure why, because I do not work in the financial services area. I'm not a pastor anymore. I did that for 20 years. I'm not a pastor any longer. I don't go looking for these issues, Uh, but I'll have to tell you, I am seeing just absolute devastation. I don't know any stats uh, that report this definitively, but it seems to me that we have a generation on the rise and of course, earlier generations as well. Um, who are probably because of financial pressure and uncertainty, neglecting the important issues of life insurance, of wills, of making sure that should death come, and it will for all of us, as I've said, that preparation is made, that spouses and children can live on, that they can live well, that college can be funded, that grandchildren can even be provided for Passing wealth on to the next generation, caring for your loved ones after your death. It's part of being noble. It's part of being righteous. It's part of being wise. It's part of perpetuating your family line. And yet I'm finding that people who could easily have taken care of it have neglected it. Now, 
I want to give you some practical steps. I want to give you some practical things to change. And trust me, I'm not going to turn this podcast uh, into Stephen Gives Financial Advice. Everybody who knows me knows that would be silly uh, because it's not an area that I specialize in. But I want to make sure that every so often I come around practically and make sure that you have tools in your hands. First of all, uh, let me explain the kind of thing that I'm describing. Uh, Everyone listening to this podcast, it doesn't matter how little money you make, the likelihood is that you are somewhere either side of the national average at at a minimum. You can afford a, a, a life insurance policy that at least buries you and gives a nest egg to your family to make the transitions that are necessary and move on. I mean, it's possible to have life insurance policies for $25 or $50 a month that make sure that your family is not made instantly destitute just by the cost of your burial. Sometimes there are uh, lawsuits or or legal issues that have to be resolved around death, uh, etc. You need to have a life insurance policy, particularly if you're the head of a household. Number two, you need to make sure your will is in order. People think they can just simply do without their wills, but but sometimes state laws intervene in the absence of a will and things will go the way that you don't intend it to go. It does not have to be a highly complex, uh, expensive process. There are There are ways for this to get done. Find out, ask leaders, ask pastors, ask wealthier friends, ask lawyer friends and take them out for a hamburger and say, I don't want to abuse you, but you got to point me in the right direction. Anything you can do. I want you to get a book. This is number three. I want you to get a book by my friend Dave Ramsey. Let me say that I have no connection to Dave Ramsey's organization other than the fact he and I are friends. I'm not urging this book because I'm I'm part of Lampo or or have any financial interest. Quite frankly, even if I did have a financial interest, I would still be recommending this book. Everyone listening to this podcast needs to read Dave Ramsey's book, The Legacy Journey. In this book, he not only discusses big, broad issues like wealth and legacy and passing wealth on to the next generation, but he also has specific checklists that all of us ought to be checking our lives against to make sure we've taken the right steps for after we pass from this life. This is extremely important, and this book is the finest book I know on this subject. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it in digital. Um, you can get it in bulk, I'm sure, from Lampo, which is the name of Dave Ramsey's organization, Lampo, L-A-M-P-O. All of this easily available online. But absolutely, please get the book, The Legacy Journey. A very, It's brief. It's practical. It's necessary. I want to say speak to a couple of different uh, groups here um, uh, who might be listening. First of all, you might be a single male or a single female, and you're working in the world, and you maybe you're freshly out of college, and you're just starting to buy things and what have you, and you're thinking, I don't need any life insurance. Well, just ponder for a moment, who's going to pay the expense should, God forbid, you be killed tomorrow? Where's that money going to come from? It's probably going to come from parents. It's probably going to come from family members. Uh, It's probably going to come from people you would least want to tax at that horrible moment. So yes, 
life insurance, other forms of insurance, extremely important in that case. I also want to say that while we we aren't trying to you know make big mounts, mountains of money with life insurance, for some of you, bear in mind that you have a dream of building a legacy. You have a dream of of helping your children achieve more than 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 you you have ever had, and uh, moving the next generations in your family line to new levels, new heights, new levels of influence, new levels of prosperity, uh, new levels of skill and impact upon society. Many of us carry those dreams. Well, money is part of it. And I am watching good families impoverished because of foolishness uh, and almost magical thinking when it has come to thinking about their death and and, uh, life after the death of the main breadwinner. So think in terms not just of uh, burial, think in terms not just of paying immediate bills, but think also in terms of what this can mean long term. Uh, for most of you listening to this podcast, life insurance in the millions of dollars is not that um, is not that out of out of mind or out of the realm of the possible. And uh, the, the, life is expensive these days. Uh, a funeral, I've done many funerals in my life as a pastor years ago. Uh, I can tell you that funerals easily can reach a hundred thousand dollars if it's of any size or or has any complexity to it. Um, the probating of wills can sometimes cost quite a bit of money if it's ever contested or there's a problem. We don't know how we're going to die if we die in a car accident and there are legal issues surrounding that. I'm not trying to put fear in anyone. I'm simply trying to say, let's be wise. And I have to confess that while I have a good amount of life insurance, uh, I wouldn't normally have thought about this, except that I have been exposed, as I've said, to dozens of situations where grieving widows at an older age have to go out and get jobs or they're living only on social security, which we don't want uh, to do and leave our spouses doing if we can possibly help it. And, and I understand there are people of every socioeconomic level listening to this podcast and, and I'm cheering all of everyone on at every level. But this is one of the things we must do you do not want your uh, children looking back and thinking what was he thinking he left us dev- devastated you do not want your wife or your husband paying off bills for the rest of their lives uh, you you don't want this black mark uh, over what might be your otherwise uh, stellar uh, service and care and, and and devotion to being a husband a wife a, a parent uh, this is an area that is of mounting concern in the society. It's of mounting concern as the millennials come online. And I strongly urge that everyone listening to this podcast ponder this. And those of you in the military, let me say briefly, because a lot of military listen to this podcast, you have wonderful opportunities for life insurance, discounted life insurance, special plans. One of the great benefits of being in the military is that you should be able to leave your heirs uh, in some wonderful shape and, in a sense, pay them back for the rigors of being a military family. There are many glorious things about being a military family, but there are also uh, rigors and difficulty as you well, difficulties, as you well know. So please, 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 please consider the issue of your life insurance. Consider the issue of your will and get Dave Ramsey's book, The Legacy Journey. Do what it says. Do every step in the checklists. That is a righteous mandate. That is a noble mandate. And you will be making a difference potentially 
for generations to come. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and The Miracle of the Kurds. His new book is Ask the Question, Why We Must Demand Religious Clarity from Our Presidential Candidates, available on Amazon. Learn more about Stephen at stephenmansfield.tv. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is directed by Isaac Darnold, who also wrote, produced, and performed the podcast theme song. This is a Chartwell Literary Group production.